it's the Drive School Podcast, and we're it here. Is. It is. We're not, like, over the interwebs. That's not going to be good for our productivity, but let's do a podcast. <laughs> let's do it. So you're Erica Sorensen now, and you have uh, been teaching us how to think in the past. I think we're going to find a different way to think, but still think good. Well, that's the hope. Okay. So hope. tell me what we're doing today. We're going to talk, well, we're going to start a little bit of a series, you and I. Okay. Talking about isms. Okay. Word that end in ism. So we're going to have to do this again. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. You have to come back and talk to me. What, what's an ism? Okay, so um, really, I guess it could be, um, you could talk about it like it's a worldview okay. or a way of thinking about a big thing. Okay, so like atheism. Sure, perfect. Okay. Atheism. That's it could be a religion, it could be a worldview, um, a way of understanding of the world we live in. Okay. So today we're going to talk about secularism. Makes sense. Okay. Did so, you know that? Did no, I tell you that? No, you didn't. Like, I'm, I'm just along for this ride. It's, it's like everything else that, uh, that we do. Um, all right. So secular is, is the opposite of sacred. At least that's sort of how we, we, we yeah. frame it, right? So yeah. we're sacred in the church and secular in the world. That's right. Secularism is? So secularism is um, dealing with things that um, are uh, natural or material world concerns. And it really comes out of, it's actually a relatively new concept in human history. Okay. Uh, it came about. I believe in the 1700s and particularly it comes out in America in the Bill of Rights um, when we start talking about separation of church and state. I was going to say, so it seems like a place where it it didn't really need to exist because the church was involved in literally every facet of both government and family. And there's a place for the church to be involved in the family or the family to be involved in the church. Absolutely, yep. Well, in the Old Testament, Israel, the church and the government were the same thing. In the New Testament, however, the the church and the government were were distinct distinct things. And up until then, it was always sort of like, correct me if I'm wrong, like it was either a Christian society or a very pagan society. And there were sort of bouncing yeah. between them but but when we get to america um there are christians there and i know it's yes. sort of a hotly contested topic over whether or not this is a christian nation but like you know franklin was not a christian uh and benjamin franklin george washington was probably at best a deist um yes. like there, there's there's stuff to talk about there right there's definitely stuff to talk about there but i i think the main idea for today is i think there's this idea um that somehow uh church or religion is bad um, when it comes to government, and that certainly can be true, right? Because we live in a fallen and a sinful world. If you look at um, some of the Islamic states, they can be um, they can be pretty tough places to live in, right? And so this concept that came about in America of sort of separating the two, and so being free to um, to you know practice your own religion is is not necessarily a bad concept. It just is relatively sort of thing. Right. And and, I mean, there's also places where it can actually be a a good thing. So uh, Lutheran writers, uh, there's there's a fancy book called the Book of Concord. Inside of it, there's something called Power and Primacy of the Pope. Uh, And and that's where we call him the Antichrist, which is awesome. Um, But but also the the kind of the, the idea is that the church shouldn't be in charge of the government because the church's job is to forgive sins. And like, if you're going to come to me and said, I committed murder and it's my job to both put you in jail and forgive your sins, you're never going to confess your sins. You're never actually going to hear the absolution. You're never going to find peace in the gospel. That doesn't mean that we don't want sort of uh, our, our Christian 10 commandments to be the thing that rules the government because 
that law is it's good for not just Christians, but the world alike. You can follow the Ten Commandments, the second table, especially and say yes, yes. society's just gonna go a little better if we if we do these things. Yes, yeah, right. Like the Ten Commandments teach us how to how to love and treat our neighbor. So Luther yeah. picks this up in the three estates or the right. three hierarchies or the three fathers. And he talks about them as these different spheres, mm-hmm. essentially, of the household, that's the home, um, government. And then, um, and then the church, right? And each kind of have their um, their order or their jobs in this world. Sure. Um, and so, in the in the demonstration or the example you gave us, that's why it's kind of important to understand those those things and where they overlap. So they don't. we we say secularism um, is it bad? No, it's not necessarily okay. not necessarily a bad thing. Um, in fact, in America, it, it allowed um, our church, the Lutheran Church, mm-hmm. Missouri Synod, to thrive and to grow and to preach the gospel. Sure. Um, so, absolutely, it can, it, it, it can be a good thing, and it's um, and it's protected people from, well, for instance, uh, being killed for their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. I've always a big deal. Yeah, I, I guess I like not dying. Yeah. Um, I never thought about that before. So cool. Uh, I even have sort of always sort of taken comfort in the idea that when it comes to sort of a culture, not everything sort of needs to be sort of Christianized. So like the music that you you can listen to secular music. In other words, music that is not specifically about your faith. That's right. Um, and then when you just sort of have that that distinction, you can sort of sh- not not shut off those filters of, of law and gospel, of truth and, and falsehood, of good and evil. But but you can say, this is not something that is worship. This That's is right. not something that, that is to to point me towards Jesus, but but, but rather to, to find joy inside of his creation. That's right. Um, you can enjoy that. Right. Absolutely. I, I, Just like you can enjoy art that's not necessarily Christian exactly. art, or you can enjoy a movie um, that is not necessarily made by Christians. Right. We have the freedom to do that. Yeah, and there you can actually find better beauty in it, because if you're only doing something because it's Christian, you're going to miss the best art. Like, I'm not saying there aren't wonderful Christian artists, yes. but if you have to look at my art because I'm a Christian and so oh, are you. I've seen your art, buddy. That's what I'm saying. We don't want that for the world. It's deeply out of proportion. It makes people uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but uh, when we talk about these, these things, though, now we can say there is goodness, truth, and beauty in the world yeah. because it's God's creation. But not everything is is of the things then of the forgiveness of sins in the church. That's right. That's absolutely right. Okay. And that's secularism. We well, could can... we could spend a whole semester or a year talking about it, but that's just kind of the the tidbit that you need to know about it, where it kind of comes from. So we're gonna do more isms later. More isms later. I like it. Okay. Bye, kids. See you soon. <laughs>